Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35-bag umbrella and all that thing there, Keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. Hello, welcome back. Sorry for the young break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on holiday. Sometimes we have to holiday. That too. Anyway, I'm joined <laughs> by Eustace Ghanaian. Ed, aka Ghanaian Ghost. What are you saying? You're right. I'm cool, man. I was going to give you the intro, but we're kind of running kind of short on time. Yeah, I don't yeah. actually care. So um, t- today we are talking about uh, the ganjas, my Juana, as Naira Mali says. I like the ganjas because there's a million names for it. So should we legalize marijuana? So that will probably we probably make a decision at the end, but we we'll probably go through the whole process. So we're going to be yeah. talking what weed is, how many people actually smoke it, where it's legal, where it's not, le- where where is it actually legal, the legal market itself. The economies that have it mm-hmm. currently legalized, um, any health arguments, and then we'll conclude whether we should legalize it or not. So um, I'll give it to you, Ed, as you're very much more experienced than me. Um, <laughs> what what is weed? Weed is a plant, a cannabis plant. Um, it can have other uses, obviously, like all hemp and stuff is all part of that family, but it's it's something to do with the sex or this type of plant that is mm. it's cannabis. Um it is smoked on a usual basis, uh, usually by rolling it, either in a bong or vaporizers, all that kind of stuff. All it does is, is it's a plant that gets you high, basically. Um, I'm sure most people listening to this at some point have been around somebody that smokes weed or has smoked weed themselves. It's quite common for people to do it. So Okay. So if I was to ask you, um, how many people in the UK have at least um, smoked some weed before? What would you say? How many millions um, or hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds? I'd, I'd, I'd say millions only because last time I checked, I believe they did a survey and about 30% of people have admitted to at least trying marijuana at some point in their life. Well, almost there. You got the statistics? Yeah, I got the statistics. Got the statistics. 31% of UK adults have um, taken a legal drug, which is about 15 million. Yeah. Um, 21% of, the, of those people, the, of that 31% still take them now. Um, but out of the 31%, 93% of those people have taken marijuana. That's, that's 14 probably, million. Yeah, 14 million. So that's like London times two. Hugely common. Yeah. Um, only because I think that it's always been seen as the... Less harmful like, drug. Har- less harmful drug. It's something that you can do and... Like, Have you smoked um, weed before? Me, no, never. I'm, okay, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> 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 No, I'm playing. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'd, I'd smoke. I used to smoke a lot more than I do now. Obviously, you know, from the beginning of the year, I cut down. I kind of stopped. Did you? And then I stopped for months. Oh, I don't know. I stopped for months. Well, I actually just, don't really care to be fair. So that's Which is probably, it was actually like something we'll touch on later on. Yeah. Just simply because it costs a lot of money in the long run. Um, yeah. Like you lot are literally burning your money. But that it is exactly what I, it is. Thing, I've never tried it. So I always have quite, um, what's the word? Reductionist views on it. Yeah, no, they, we'll touch on that. But it's like, yeah, I did slow down a bit, but I have smoked for a little Okay, bit. so if I was to ask you, what is the country in the world that has the highest percentage of users? What would you say? Um, illegal and legal. Just period. <laughs> uh, South Africa, USA. Okay. So USA are in the top like 10, but it's actually Canada. Okay. Um, mainly because it's very legal there. Um, then after it, so this is the list. Canada, one. Papua New Guinea, two. Israel, three. Palu, you say the, Israel? Yeah. Bro, them Jews be active. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Palu, I don't even know what it is. It's four. Northern Mauritian Islands, five. Ghana, okay. six. Yo. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guam, seven. <laughs> Iceland, eight. United States, nine. And Sierra Leone, ten. Okay. Um, Nigeria's actually in the top 20. So it's Italy, Andorra, New Zealand. And nobody cares. England's further down. Okay. So, where is it legal? Where is it not? So, um, I've got like quite a few countries. I picked out nine. Yeah. And there's different variations of legality. So, in Canada, on October 17, 2018, Canada legalized recreational marijuana in full. Mm-hmm. Growers can get licensed by the federal government. So, that's cool. US um, depends on the state. We're going to yeah, talk about that in more detail. So, we're going to talk about the money side of it. Mexico, Mexico, private personal use of recreational marijuana in amounts five grams or less is decriminalized. Mm-hmm. Is five grams a lot? Uh, no. So how how much? Um, what's he what, called? Financially, um, how many splits or you, how you, much you, it financially? No, no. How much? How, how many splits can you get in five grams? Depending on how you smoke it, it's either you know two, about three, four, maybe. Okay. Or uh, big ones, or maybe a little bit more if you smoke a little All right, less. Cool. Um, Belize. In late 2017, the government was kind enough to decriminalize cannabis for mm. amounts up to 10 grams, which is double the size of Mexico. Jamaica, weed has been decriminalized since 2015. Mm. And if you happen to Rastafari, you can use it unlimited quantities, no repercussions. That's why you pretend that you're a Rastafari, but you're not. <laughs> um, Uruguay, another South American countries. Yeah. Um, you just got to officially register with the government before you get engage any buy-ins, selling or growing. Mm. So that's pretty decent. Netherlands, also known as Holland. Um, it's been legal to smoke in coffee shops for decades. Um, it's been illegal to grow, but in 2017, yeah. it built a partially, partially legalized marijuana cultivation showed that they, they go towards that stage. Spain, in 2017, Spain's famous smoking cups, clubs, of which there are hundreds, became fully legalized in Catalonia. Mm. So there's pretty much no legal um, repercussions in Catalonia. And Switzerland, possession of small amounts has been decriminalized. So... There's a lot of countries there. Um, from the list, there's like 26, including places like Russia, yeah. North Korea. But they mainly seem to be countries in Southern America where it's decriminalized. And some places in Europe like Belgium and it's Croatia. Just, it's something that I think part of it is the fact that it's because it's everywhere. It's so hard to control. Yeah. Uh, con- uh, a lot of countries are like, okay, cool. You know what? We're never going to beat this. We're not going to stamp it out. It's not something that has to be imported. It can be grown pretty much everywhere, inside, outside, wherever. So the best thing to do, regulate it. Okay, cool. So that's a legal aspect. Let's talk about the mm. um, more illegal aspect. So we're talking the street. So we'll give some data, a bit of data, then we'll talk about what happens. So in terms of number of cannabis possession punishments, um, there's about in 
it's actually reduced quite rapidly from 2010 to 2017. There are probably mm-hmm. some legal reasons for this. In terms of 20, in ter- 2017, about 40,000 people got cannabis warnings. About maybe like another 2,000 got penalty notice. In terms of prosecutions, about 10,000. Which compared to pre- in 2010... The amount of people that got prosecuted was significantly, uh, yeah, thirty thousand. So yeah. a third of that. It's again, um, they can't be bothered. You can't, you can't. Keep yeah, the it. vast majority of police seizures are of in the area of fewer than five grams, which is about twenty five pounds worth. Like, yeah, that's well, why you seizing twenty five pounds worth of food. Where are they selling five grams for twenty five? I mean, to... you, you got, you got the link. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Is this camera on me? <laughs> uh, Yo, yeah, yeah. So that's according to the BBSA. Like, okay, cool. But okay. And ethnicity in cannabis. So, as of I was this surprised is, at this actually, hmm? I was quite surprised yeah. at the statistics of the ethnicities. So, if you look at um, the population, almost ninety percent of the, if this is on two thousand eleven data mm. census, almost ninety percent of the population are white ethnicity. But if you look at the percentage of total sub, of total drug stop and searches is 50%. <laughs> so 90% of the population, but, but they get stopped 50% of the time. Interesting. In terms of total cannabis prosecution, about 45%. Black hmm. ethnicity, about 3%, less than, less than 5%, essentially. Hmm. <laughs> the total stop and searches, they account for 20%. Even though so, and in terms of total cannabis prosecutions, it's even slightly higher. Yeah. So if you look at the white ethnicity on the bar graph, it shows take up the most percentage of the population, considerably lower um, stop and searches, and even lower um, prosecutions. Whereas with black ethnicity, it goes opposite way, which is quite interesting. I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) So we will come back to that one in a different part. Yeah, no, no one's there. All right, cool. So on the streets, on the streets. how easy is it to get like what well, weed? If you want to smoke some weeds, it's pretty easy to be fair. Um, you've got obviously people that are selling it. You've even got pop up coffee shops quite like Amsterdam now in London, all over. The I'm place. talking about here. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. You mean yeah, I think? Yeah, oh, you yeah. said pop up shops like like Amsterdam. Like Amsterdam oh, we yeah. said in Amsterdam now. Like, no, 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 no. Like it, with a phone call, you can usually get somebody or ask somebody, and somebody always has somebody's number. Mm. Um, but now with these coffee shops, where it's places you just walk in. And you grab, you ask them, they have a menu there. You say, I want some of that. It's usually a little bit more pricey, but there you go. It's that simple. It's really not hard at all. And, okay, cool. So what is the, the quantities that consumers tend to purchase? So, I mean, people that are actually smoking again. So it's changed now. So like remember, the, the, the colloquial names, the actual weight and the average price. So like I was saying, it's back in the day you get it started off with a Benz, which is a tenth of an ounce. What it was weighed, that used to be different. I'd go into the, all the details, but it's a myth. Um, now, rarely do you get Benzes or tens because it's too small. It's because when it got reclassified, it got more expensive, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can go to these cafes and it's usually about 10 pound a gram. So a Benz would now be, or a 10 bag would be a gram. Um, then you have eggs. Ten pounds. Then you can pick up an eight for usually for about twenty pound, um, and a three five, depending on what it is, can either range from twenty five all the way up to like ninety if you're looking for expensive strains. So okay, all the so Kelly ones and that. Three five, yeah. 
How many splits can you get out of that? Like said, uh, depending on how you smoke. Actually, you know what? Earlier on, I said five grams would only give you five or six. That's a, that's a myth. Um, this will probably give you about five or six, depending on how most people smoke when you're mixing it with tobacco and stuff. So it's not a madness. If you're not mixing it with any tobacco, then again, maybe, you know, two, three decent-sized ones. So, But that's it. And then obviously... Like eight, but essentially eight pound per spliff. Something, something along those lines, yeah. And then obviously the more you get, the cheaper it gets. You know, you could get... A, for people that smoke a lot, you tend to buy a Q or a half an ounce or whatever. And how um, much is a Q? Mm, depending who you're getting it from and what you're getting again. Give us um, a range then, dumbass. 60-ish for a Q. Um, and I don't really buy much bigger than a Q. That's probably the most I'd ever buy. And how 60, many, 65. how many, um, just things can you get out of a Q? A Q in essence is just a bit under two, usually just a bit under two, three fives. So, so you're talking about... Double, whatever that is. In essence, what a Q is. So I'm, I'm trying Seven to... Seven grams. Yeah, I'm trying to work out how many splits you get. Uh, uh, again, if you're smoking normally, mixing it and stuff, I don't know. About 10? Yeah, in your teens. A bit, a bit more than that. Okay. 30, 40 maybe. Depending but on if you're just smoking it... If you're really? doing it bareback and, <laughs> and not adding much to it, then yeah, not as many, maybe 9, 10, depending okay, on how cool. you kind of smoke. So. so again, roughly about £8. Yeah, I'd... I'd can't I couldn't tell you rough. It's weird. It mm. Depends on what you're smoking again, how much you add into it. So, but it is not cheap. Okay, it's cool. something that can easily creep. Now, from the other side of the market, so that's mm. from the consumption. So, for the people that are distributing the streets, you know, feeding the streets. Um, so, what are the quantities? It's so mad we're talking about something actually illegal, but it's still interesting. <laughs> um, especially, obviously, this is the day bags and boxes drop. So, <laughs> and then was there? Words of blade. <laughs> Words of blade. Um, so, what are the quantities that people buy in? Um, well, right at the top, I guess you got people that are buying boxes. Bags um, of boxes for? Out on all these... Well, I'm up for Blade. I don't forget. He's, he's actually the greatest. He's actually the greatest. Whoa, um, but yeah, like you can, you're buying boxes and stuff. There's people that are spending maybe four, five K, probably more, five, maybe five to six K mm. on a box. Um, and what's that weight wise? A kilo. A kilo. A big old box. Okay. Um, and then coming back down, obviously, then you have people that are picking up and distributing or whatever, probably a couple ounces every mm. now and then. Um, you can probably pick up a decent Z of so um, Z is OZ, OZ, eight and an, uh, an ounce. So, those people that listen to um, the hippity hops, yeah, or the grimes. So, now when people when they hear Z, they come like, Oh, <laughs> I understand. That's in that country. And if you go to America, they deal with pounds and yeah. stuff, and they will buy you know a couple pounds of mm. whatever. I can't remember the exact conversion, yeah. But so, yeah, so go back. So, so Z's like what. Um, for it, what it is it's like two forty ish uh, for any kind of decent ish mm. weed. Some of them, depending on what it is, if it's these imported Cali strains, which they call them now, they often tend to be a little bit more dearer, a little pricier. I could have seen this better. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's say around two forty, two hundred to two forty. So like Cali strains are like the selfages of of the ganjas. Yeah, it's in essence now that you've got all these legal grows in America and they're creating all of these. They call them flavors. Mm. So, the kind of more rarer or higher quality weeds that aren't grown in Johnny's backyard, yeah, or Johnny's room up here, um, that kind of stuff. So, that's where it gets a little bit more pricey. Okay, cool. Oh, interesting. Mm. So, I'm just trying to do some mathematics. So, 
on how so much. So what are you trying to work out? Like how much do you... profit how, margin yeah. you're making? Uh, so if you... All three if, you, off, if you break an ounce down, divide that by three. Yeah. I mean, sorry, divide it by four will give you your quarters and divide that, or divide it by eight, sorry. So it's 24 divided by eight, 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, How much you sell at eight for? Well, if it's something decent, a lot of them will sell it for 35 or maybe 40, depending on where it is. In fact, they probably get it for less than 240. I'm, I'm capping. Mm. That would be a decent strain. Um, probably a lot less. Some people probably get it for, I'm sure, 180. 190 mm. maybe And then you're making A little bit of profit There's not a huge Profit margin in So what's the what's the profit margin Give us some numericals I was going on Like I sell drugs um, yeah, no, the, <laughs> Theoretically um, Theoretically So let's say You grab something For 240 What's that Divide it by Let me get my calculator up Divide it by what Oh then divide it by 28 into a gram Okay I have to do mental arithmetic but that's No 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 Exactly That's what I thought I about I thought it Divide it by 8 I say You're dummy It's all long Um Where's my calculator gone? All right, so let's say let's say you got it for two for two forty. Uh, divide that by twenty eight. Uh, times it by twenty eight, like a dumbass. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that works out about eight pound fifty per gram. Okay. And say you're selling it for ten pound if it's a cheaper strain. Even at two forty, then you're making two or three pound a gram, basically. Mm. Um, so again, it's not a huge amount, and then if you times so the profit market margin, it's not big. They're probably so the, getting a the profit less. margin of weed is a lot less, yeah. If you're buying it in such small quantities, I wouldn't, mm. I don't think anyone would buy it at that small quantity. I'm not a drug dealer, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I understand all of that to that level, but. If you're buying it in larger quantities, you're obviously getting it a little bit cheaper and mm. so on and so forth. But the actual profit margin in weed isn't all that much. Mm. Hence the reason most of the people that you sell see selling weed, unless they're selling huge, huge amounts, don't look any different from me and you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reality of it. Yeah. It's just an income. So Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the turnover is a lot quicker than a lot of things, I guess, because you're yeah, so it's it more quicker. So like when I think of weed, I kind of compare it to I mean that the selling of the cultivating and selling of weed. I kind of look, it reminds me of, you know, almost like fast fashion mm. and like Primark, all those type of stores where it's just more, you're looking at just sheer volume of sales mm. than a very, very sick profit margin, if that makes sense. Mm. Because, yeah, you may only get two pounds per sale profit, but if you sell enough of it, over two, and over yeah, again, then it's then significant. It. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there's at the, at the lower level, there's not really much profit there at all. Um, it's become more expensive than what it was before. Mm. Um, I guess since they classified it and moved it back from C up to B again, things were a little bit more pricier. But I wouldn't personally sell weed, put it that way. <laughs> All right, cool. So we spoke, we referenced some of the places that have made it mm. legal early in our pod. And then me and you's, um reference America. And obviously America, there's 50 something states, mm. but not every state is the same. Um, some states have legalized weed. So you're looking at um, Colorado, Washington, California, Nevada, Massachusetts, and Maine have decided, have decided to make marijuana consumption for recreational purposes legal. Florida, Arkansas, and North Dakota voted to allow medical marijuana. Uh, Arizona were like, mm, nah, cuz. But so if you look at Colorado, yep. is Seattle in Colorado? No. Seattle is a different state. Colorado is. Actually, no, no, it's not. 
it's nearby. I don't think it's in Colorado. Because oh, I, I know it's legal. Yeah, because I just remember Zeke coming out of the dispensary. <laughs> and then everybody was like, oh my God. Um, but like, if you look Seattle's at... Col- Washington. Washington. Okay, cool. So if you look at um, Colorado, you, I swear you, you have quote me just some of the stats. Yeah, fair. like, so with Colorado, they just in tax alone. So obviously, I think one of the big things that affects economically and how this works is the fact that it can become a taxable product yeah. once it's legal. Um Colorado made, I think they taxed about $135 million in 2015. Yep. Um, I'm not sure of what the most recent stats are. They've probably gone up. Way up, yeah. Um, but if we're going back to 2015, that's what I saw. And generally in sales, it was just under a billion. Yeah, $996 million, million dollars in sale. In so in that state alone, it's a billion dollar industry. Yep. Let alone... And that's in, in Colorado, let alone if you come to states like LA and things where now it's even obviously bigger. Mm. The lifestyle in LA, the, that kind of thing, the and culture. Yeah, all, all of California got San Fran, Oakland, right. you Just, know, um, LA. And for, for like comparison, California is has a bigger economy and is bigger in size than the UK. Than the UK, that's it. Yeah. So you can only imagine, like I haven't got the stats for like California or something, but you can only imagine the kind of turnover that these companies are making. It's something that massive... Like people are investing huge amounts. You've got even some rappers and stuff who have started their own. With Snoop. With Snoop. I think YG's invested in something recently. Mm. You've got a couple of them that are all investing in it because it actually is something that is turning over huge amounts. Yeah, so it's, and it, it's a grown industry. So sales in North America, so that's Canada mm. and the United States, um, grew um, 30% from 6.7 billion in 2016. Jesus Christ. And it's projected to increase to 20 billion by 2021. From um, Arcview Market Research, that's literally two years. It's supposed to be a twenty billion dollar industry, and obviously, the more and more states that legalize it, obviously that number mm. can project outwards. So there's a lot of cash dollars in this. Um, local research also supports this view. Um, Colorado State University um, um, Institute of Cannabis Research recently found that the legal cannabis industry contributed more than fifty eight million to the local economy, um, primarily through taxes and other fees. And should marijuana become legal on the federal level, the benefits of the economy could be exceptional. Um, a new frontier, a report by the analytics company New Frontier suggests that federally legal pot could generate an additional $131.8 billion in aggregate federal tax revenue by 2025. No way. That is a whopping amount of money. An extra, not the tax, this is not tax revenue, an extra $132 billion in so years. what you're saying is I need to sell drugs just not here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should <laughs> create a legal company in the legal state and sell drugs. Yeah, yes. of course. I said yes. Many, many. Did you know actually randomly, mm. just touch it, this is probably stepping away. Did you know that the UK are actually the largest growers of medical marijuana in the world? No, no, no. There you go. Can you imagine? Medical marijuana, the largest growers in the entire world, yet it's not legal here. They're missing a trick financially. They're making money off it, bro. Don't, don't. <laughs> we mm. just aren't allowed to smoke it. <laughs> they grow it and then import it. I mean, sorry, export it. I know, but you've got a massive market here. So, um, some more, some more statistics. Mm. Uh, RGC Economics and Marijuana Policy Group studied um, Nevada, Nevada, the state of Nevada, and says legalizing recreational mar- uh, marijuana in the state could support over 41,000 jobs until 2024 mm. and generate over two, almost $2 billion of labor income. The ICF study estimates at least 81,000 additional direct and indirect and induced jobs in California as a result of legalized um, marijuana sales. 82,000 people in directly or indirectly 
have received additional jobs to this. And also projects an increase in total labor income by at least three and a half billion dollars. So, and, so the New so Frontier Report also suggested that predicting the impact of federally legalized marijuana suggests the nationwide legalization could lead to an extra 1.1 million jobs nationally yeah, nationally, yeah. in six years' time. That's incredible, you know. It seems like a no-brainer. It does. In terms of uh, finances. In, in terms of finances, yeah. I think in, economically, it's going to have the same kind of effect as, you know, what cigarettes have yeah. to any country or mm. alcohol. The need, the use for it is so high and the ability to tax it, and I think that's the main thing for any economy, the fact that it's something that can be taxed, you're instantly bringing money that wasn't there before. It's not moving funds around. It's just money that wasn't there before. And also, when you look at the job creation, it's not just, okay, cool, these people make a um, dispensary or whatever. It's, it's the, the things grows, around it. So, like, you, you're going to need to legalise. You're going to need to legalise and regulate it. Mm-hmm. So this, um, i got a note down here. So when it involves legal cannabis, just forget the products and distribution. This might include software developers, financing service, construction companies, and mm-hmm. um, lawyers, and many other different arguments. I mean, different job jobs. opportunities. It's actually crazy how many people it stretches against. Well, it reaches mm. if they're doing it. So again, like if you look at it from that side of things, I think it's a complete no-brainer. And I think that's why so many of these states are starting to just say, you know what, let's do this. One mm. is solving unemployment issues, which is probably a big burden to them anyway. Probably not in America because they probably do not care about unemployed people anyway. <laughs> but they get a job, you bitch. But they ain't paying for nothing. They'll just cut off your water and be like, all right then. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Like? <laughs> but um, I think especially if they were to do something like that here, it would obviously, and there's people that sit on their bums and you go, do you want to work in a weed farm? Yeah, all right then. <laughs> let's fucking have it. <laughs> let's fucking have it. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think it is definitely, it sounds like a no-brainer. Yeah. Obviously, I think we'll probably touch on some of the reasons. Okay, so um, the health arguments. Mm. So do you want to go first or shagger first? <laughs> so as a... Um, I'd, be, I'd be biased. Actually, yeah. I, I wouldn't actually be that biased, to be fair, because I also can see the negatives of it. Okay, do you want to go first or shagger first? Go first, go on. Okay, let me, cool. Let me hear what you got to say. Health so the NHS warns that regular use of cannabis can lead to dependency, symptoms of alcohol, mm. and several mental health issues and psychosis. In 2017 to 18, almost 55,000 people were receiving support for cannabis use in, in England, making it the fourth, the fourth most pop, populated, um, no, fourth most represented substance after opiates, crack, crack and cocaine. Opiates. I don't know why. Yeah, I find the term crack cocaine flipping so hilarious. Funny. But why is it that they have you seen? If it's the same thing that I saw, why did they link crack? And opiates, and then put opiates separately. I don't know. <laughs> so then, so is that the? Butch? And every time, every time, every time I see um, crack, yeah, I think of the Stephen they give videos like He's Lamar Odom, crack, and he was smoking crack. <laughs> it's the other meme, you know, the one with the little door that goes, "Is it crack you're smoking?" <laughs> and he oh, was all crack. Nah, nah bro, Stephen A is a goat. Bro, he has content for days. Bro, bro, Stephen A, yeah, literally has hours of 30 second. I don't videos does content. he do it on purpose? I feel no, like he, he has a reaction for absolutely every situation in my no, life. No, he can't do it on purpose. All the time. If he does it on purpose, no, it's impossible. It's just him. He's too funny. He's, he, too... he's unreal, bro. He's nah, unreal, fact, bro. Me, I need to find that video now. He's going to give me jokes. Yeah, yeah find that video. I'll keep on talking while I try to find that video. <laughs> the effects of marijuana vary from person to person due, due to the effects. Okay, so. Those that may not know, uh, a friend of the show, um, Dr. Lee, he's been on at least 
three times, um, two episodes on the NHS. So those people coming to my mentions arguing about NHS to me a couple of weeks ago, check out our two podcasts. And another one in terms of the most efficient way to lose weight. So check him out. So I asked him a question, some questions. What are the main health issues when it comes to smoking and marijuana? And here are his thoughts. So very objective and balanced person. Yes. Amy goes, um, the effects of marijuana are very from person to person as do the effects of everything like smoking. Mm-hmm. Some people can smoke forever and are fine and others get um, um, coped, COPD, I don't know what it is, and lung cancer. So he said it just depends on the individual. So he goes, the main health issues are, are as following. One, psychotic disorder, disorders, schizophrenia being one of many. Yep. These are disorders where you see and hear and feel things that aren't there. The voices in your head, etc. Also the ones that have you believe things that are never happening and get paranoid. Um, a lot can be triggered due to weed usage. Number two, depression and mood disorders. Mm-hmm. Low mood and emotional liability. Three, anxiety and panic disorders. Yep. Four, memory and cognitive issues. So decreased ability of the brains to compute. Um, no, sorry. He's actually so scientific. Like, I can't even just freestyle over these words. Wait, so this is actually him writing it? Yes. Hey, shout out Dr. Lee. Bro, he's, he's actually the greatest, bro. He's actually a robot. Memory and, co- and con- cognition issues. Decrease the ability of the brain's computational power and higher function, sometimes transiety or temporarily, but can have more lasting effects, particularly with high use in the developing brain. Mm -hmm. Number five, addiction dependence. It's a myth you can get addicted to cannabis. It is possible with very, very heavy um, prolonged use, you can have your jaw effects trying to come come off in these cases. So actually get addicted to cannabis itself, which mm. you told me um, offline, that is like, it's not a myth. You get addicted to... The life, the, it's, it's the effects of it in essence. Yeah, fertility, heavy cannabis, <laughs> that they ain't fitting you, but heavy cannabis can affect your fertility quantity and amount of sperm production. It makes really- strong, because... <laughs> Steph Curry in this, bro. <laughs> um, number seven, <laughs> if as often it's smoked with tobacco, you're still getting all the smoking risk cancers. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Especially lung, lung a lung disorder called COPD, increased risk of heart attack and stroke. As I said, the effects are very person to person. A lot of these are with heavy and prolonged use. Mm. But all it all depends on how lucky you are with all these links. And he said, I hope this helps. And it helped perfectly. It Thank you. No, nah, like I, I think everything that you said there I agree with. Um being somebody that's smoked for a while, yeah. I can see myself that there's been certain effects of smoking weed. Mm. So some good, some bad. Um, my memory and the cognitive one is probably the thing that stands mm-hmm. out the most. After a long time, your memory stop isn't as sharp as it used to be, mm-hmm. and I can tell that even after periods where I've stopped smoking for months, like I said, I stopped in January. Mm-hmm. I said I wanted to see whether I could do it, or not even that I wanted to do. It. I just thought, you know, what, I'm going to start a new year, cut all of that crap out, um, and I could see a difference in how sharp I was. Mm. You wake up, you're less groggy, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, Cardiovascularly. Is that a word? Cardiovascularly. Yeah. What is the word now? Yeah, that one. Um, like, there were times when we've gone to play football. Mm. And bro, in five minutes, yeah, I'm holding Your my ex. chest. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm going to die. My chest is tightening up. All of that, again, probably not necessarily because of the marijuana, but in the UK, we tend to smoke marijuana mixed with tobacco. Yeah. So all of those things, you're still, in essence, taking in a lot of tobacco every time you're smoking. So all of those things I agree with. Um, one that's probably a little bit more serious is the mental health aspect of it. And although it can aid certain parts of mental uh, mental health, it's unfortunate because it's not regulated. A lot of people don't know what they're smoking. Mm. Um, you could be smoking so, the, the boogle, bro. Like, 
just generally in in weed, there's two main types. You have got indicas and you have got sativas. Sativas are tend to be high. Good talk, Jenny. by the way, sativa. Anyway, continue. All right then. <laughs> <laughs> but sativas tend to be higher in THCs a lot of the time. What uh, THCs? What THCs? So that's the that is the chemical in marijuana that almost brings that euphoria, that mm. buzz. Mm. Um, in it in the most simple way. I couldn't explain it any better than that. Um, whereas, and you got CBDs, which are the calming chemicals mm. in marijuana. So it tends to find, you can have sativas that are very high in THC and lower CBD levels. And a lot of those are what encourage stuff like psychosis and, well, not necessarily the sativa by itself, but the high THC levels. Um, and the effects that they have on the body are different. So if somebody has anxiety, for example, you're smoking a weed that is high in CBD and very low in sativa, helps you calm down, it mellows you. And so on and so forth, which actually aids people with mm. with anxiety, or I think in certain places epilepsy and things like that, where the body needs to almost calm itself down. Um, the other way, on the flip side, where you're smoking a lot of these stuff with high THC stuff, is what can cause issues. Mm. Now, where people are trying to constantly grow this, they want to be able to say, "Oh, this weed is the loudest weed." They want it to be like heavy hitting. They're cultivating it in a way that the THC is at, at almost at an unnaturally high level. Mm. When people are smoking all of these things, I know that there's certain strains of weed that I've smoked and in the moment you do it, your heart starts going. And, Later, Rubo. And it's not, it's not because of anything, but it's like almost the base, it's what anxiety is built on. Your heartbeats go in, it's your body naturally saying, mm, I'm not too sure about something. Your mind starts going in, you're constantly thinking that, okay, cool, something's happening or someone's... All of those things is what, after, if you're doing that every day, you can imagine what the effect on somebody's body is. Word. And if you're predisposed to some of these issues or you're somebody that already has some sort of anxiety disorder or you have some sort of mood disorder, uh, anything along those lines, you can see how that can potentially have a negative effect. Mm. On the flip side, when I was smoking and I think when I had the conversation with you earlier on and I spoke about how you become addicted to the, the effects of it, when I was going through a whole bunch of things or while work was stressful, all of these things, I used to literally count down the moment to like a get home, chill, roll a spliff and just smoke so I could relax. Mm. It wasn't necessarily that I was addicted to the weed itself, but knowing that that was what would clear my mind for mm. a couple of hours is what I became addicted to in doing that what did I end up doing I smoke I eat I sleep mm. I'm not interacting with as many people I'm not getting out as much I'm not going to the gym I'm not doing all of these things and ultimately that doesn't aid things like depression and things like that because in essence you're pulling yourself away from everyone and withdrawing so you can see how it become it can become a downward spiral where somebody now is doing, spending all their time and all their money doing that and they're not coming out, they're not getting the help or they're mm. not talking to anyone and it's not helping anything at all. So, again, I think that's another kind of part of the health. Yeah, that, I agree that. completely. And in terms of individuals receiving substance and abuse helping mm. um, by drug use, um, the most highest is alcohol, almost 50%, and opiates at just under 30%, opiates and crack, under 25%. <laughs> Kind of he was on? Let me see. This one. Who is on crack? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. Who so is go. on crack? Anyway, but yeah. And on. if you look at A&E admissions due to cannabis, um, so in 2014, it was 20%. 
uh, 20,000 and it's got higher 30,000 2018 mm. and under 19s is about has stayed with roughly the same it's a lot less yeah it's a lot less yeah, it's yeah. a lot less so um, these are the certain health risks so we've discussed what weed is we've discussed um, where you can get it from legally and illegally how much it costs how much you can sell it for how much money the uh, it is it, um, it kind of it can generate as a big business mm. in tax dollars as well as just pure sales. We've discussed the health risks. So I think it's time to conclude. So, yeah. when you first heard, um, should we legalize weed? What was your first thoughts? And then, what are your thoughts like now? Now you've actually looked into it. You've had a discussion mm. about it. Um, I was in two minds, uh, and I'll just quickly summarize. I wanted them to legalize it because obviously I smoke weed. It's yeah. like I can go to a dispensary anywhere and mm. get a variety. It's easier for me. I can do that. Hello, Benson's Weed Cafe. Yeah, dude, I might even know for my own, I lie. <laughs> I lie. So, you know, welcome to our crowd weeds. Crowd weeds. Our crowd weeds. But. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Uh, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the place. <laughs> anyway, but. Um, <laughs> but. I also had my reservations about it. Um, ultimately, when somebody when, when something is so easily read, uh, easily available and readily available to people, there are going to be more people that maybe potentially become dependent on it because mm-hmm. even if they may want to, sometimes they're scared of the repercussions of it or the fear of oh I might get caught with it or I might whatever, so they don't do it um, and they don't they're never around it if it's everywhere the likelihood of you trying it is probably a little bit higher and you never mm. know when people might be predisposed to some of these things um, it's also the fact that it sounds silly but it takes business away from Jeez. a lot of my people so <laughs> you know when you have you have friends that do all of this stuff and if they do legalise it a company that can grow tons of it compared to my guy who has to buy like I said already there's not much profit margin in it yeah He's buying his little small bits and, and tugging along. And, and then now he has to come and deal with a crowd weeds. And, you know what I'm cause... saying? That's buying tons and dealing <laughs> with that. you, yeah? Crowd weeds buying tons. <laughs> Obviously, again, me, you know, it's, it's not easy. And the streets of Kumasi and break, these Break bread part three. But um, don't watch that. Contain boxes part five coming out. Contain plants in the box. Anyway. Anyway. But... <laughs> like so again they can't compete with any of these people and you've now then potentially taken them out of business or unless they're trying to find jobs with these companies but it's not fair it is in, but it's not that's not a real reason it's just kind of something I feel personally about yeah that's your um, social reason but the I think the main thing is it needs to be if it is regulated it potentially becomes a little bit safer um, people know what they're what they're smoking um it's created by innocent scientists. <laughs> um, so we can actually go and get things for what they need. So somebody who might have anxiety can or might have epilepsy can get specific strand. ones. So you know that it might actually help them instead of them just going to their guy and saying, yo, what have you got? He's selling you Amy and telling you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is uh, yellow star fruit bubble gum. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, what? New flavors, yeah? And yeah. you're buying it and it's frying your brain when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like all of these little things are the things that could be kind of cleaned up a little bit and I think there's there's there is the benefit of it and obviously the economic benefits of it I just I think the only downside is potentially 
increased usage, the health issues, and also the social issue of that, you're now taking it away from people that have been doing it for ages who have been demonized or got criminal records for all of it, which fair enough, it was legal. But you're now going to take that away from them as well. And now... Yeah, I always find it quite interesting how, like, especially um, certain demographics... Mm. um, um, view drug dealers They tend to view them As people that look like us Probably just like us As we're speaking right mm. now But they All take Drugs This is it So This is This is really it Like It's Even the whole weed thing Right I always used to think Okay yeah Rich people of that ilk Used to Only take Cocaine And those type of mm. drugs there Because it's expensive drugs Until One day I was talking about it randomly. Oh, you know, you go to a work, do yeah. everyone's had a few. I'm like, oh fuck, I need a spliff. Mm. Everyone's like, yeah, me too. I was like, eh? what? <laughs> you what? <laughs> like the most random old done that is um in your office that you never expect is all there, and and they're doing it. Or even if you go to some of these cafes, like I mentioned, they've got these new cafes. You'll go in there, and it's one of it's. It, you don't smoke, so you probably won't ever find yourself in there. But it's actually one of the most lovely things to go into, mm. only because. There are people that look like me. There are people in their 40s and 50s, old white people, mm. um, Asians, everyone just sat in the same place doing the same thing and there's no drama. And you realise that how many different types of people use it and have been for years. So it's, it's quite dope. My personal take on it, before I wasn't too sure. Mm. So I've been looking at this debate over the years, isn't it? So I think I remember having debates with, you know, with Dams. Yeah. And he was saying legalise it. Now, the more and more I look at it, the more I've seen, the more data I see, I'm just like, legalize it. First of all, you man actually don't care about it that much. One, in terms of the policing aspects. Yes. You actually don't care. Not at all. Secondly, the economical benefits are clear as day. The issues are obviously, if you legalize it, you increase usage. And obviously, I've told you 80,000 people. Um, mm. Was it 80,000? Let me just make sure. 30,000, sorry, I'm just making stuff up. Went to A&E. Using cannabis usage, what type of stuff. However, I've done some research, and some people say that criminalizing cannabis is actually bad for people who are addicted because they're less likely to get their help and go into things they need if they're mm, already in the criminal justice system. But on the flip side, you can also say, well, if you legalize it, you can have more people addicted to it anyway. Mm. So I think it's a bit cheeky because alcohol. Cigarettes are in the top 10 biggest killers of people in the UK. They're also drugs. Nicotine's a drug, alcohol's a drug. They're significantly so, higher than marijuana deaths. You know what I'm saying? Like, you actually can get addicted to alcohol and you can actually get addicted to cigarettes. cigarettes. You, you can't get addicted. So, my personal view is legalize it, stop wasting police time, mm-hmm. a lot of time, and just allow another industry to grow and um, flourish in the UK. No, honestly, I agree. I agree. Um, I think it's coming anyway. They've already, I think actually recently they allowed for the first time certain uses of marijuana oils and stuff for people with epilepsy in this country. Um, that we're com- quite rigid here, isn't it? So Yeah, it's going to take a little while. It's, we're, we need we're, to get the conservatives out of here. To be honest. But even... Go, even go like, hey, you man, hey, all that. <laughs> no, but even, who was it? Was it Michael Gove or someone recently that was saying yes, we should legalise yeah. it? Um, so... Even within those, and look, let's face it, ask all of those conservative dunnies, when you were at school and college, did you smoke a spliff? 
I'm almost certain that so every single one of them and doing a magazine with pigs. With pigs. <coughs> no no names and that. No names. <laughs> you know who you are. If you know, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, hopefully. If he hears this, shout out to you, cuz. Yeah. But um sponsored the bug though, big man. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you listen to this sponsor the bug, big man. Yeah, come, come, come through. I like. Oh, <laughs> um, your ass, dog. But yeah, so like it, it is something that I think it does need to it does need to happen. Okay, and I'm cool. all I'm all with it. Legalize that. Okay, cool. So as we conclude, the most important thing of this podcast, you actually have your own podcast. Yes. I was a part of it until <laughs> life got in the way. But I'm basically the, like, a friend of the pod. No, you're an honorary member. Honorary member. Mm. I do miss the pod. Uh, it is called Tea and Touchdowns. Yes, sir. Which is the British take on, on the, the American, American game. game. It was, like, it was like Ian's lyrics or yours. No, nah, he tried it. He, he came to add that. I'm like, bro, what's this for? So, you know, he let it He, let he it loves stick. it. The British dick and the American He let it stick because That's I don't have time, time, time to fight with so him. He's very excited about it. Yeah, it's because like, I had my, my tea time tutorial <laughs> one and he wanted to have something to compete Oh, yeah, your tea time tutorial, this lap. So, for those who are interested in the NFL or want to be interested, I... Listen, I was one of you lot. I thought this was jazz. I went to America and my uncle literally said... My friend, shut up! You come and watch this game. I'm gonna teach you. Mm. And I was like, this game is actually Bro, the so level weird. of athleticism and just tactical awareness. And because there's only 16 games a season, all is on Every the line. Game counts. So yeah. please follow T and Touchdowns. I'm gonna let Ed talk about it, but I'm, this has got the dynamic stamp of approval. I was listening to it. What day? was it? Wednesday or something? Did he drop? It, well, we dropped it. It's usually Thursday night or Wednesday morning. Okay, cool. I mean Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Yeah, so. and. It is so funny. It's featured uh, Felix, um, also known as Kinky Jones, yep, Ian Busmizan, and Ed Garnier Ghost. And it is so funny, but it's <laughs> super informative. And when the agendas start flying, oh, it is top quality entertainment. But yeah, Ed, um, give us the details where we can listen to it, why we should listen to it, um, and all that type of stuff. Like, you know what? You covered most of it. All it is, is we're trying to bring, a, there's a gap in the market in the UK where it's obviously it's a new sport. Mm. Um, not many people know about it. We don't aim to only attract people that are interested in the sport. If you're new to it, listen to it for the comedic value and you will also pick up bits of the game. And slowly but surely. Slowly, slowly but surely. Uh, but um, we also have little tutorials that we try and do so that if you're new to the game, you can kind of pick up some of the rules and some of the concepts of the game and it'll kind of inform you whilst you're watching it or after you've watched it. Um, we're available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're there. Um, and on Twitter at T E A A N D T D S, so T and T D S. So give us a follow. Obviously, listen to all of those. Um, I'll put the links in, in the, the description of the podcast, as well as description of the YouTube. Guys, please follow my YouTube channel. I sound like Andre and the man there. But big man, take yeah. yeah. I've hardly got any subscribers, but I've got no, no. You man are taking a mic. I can't like them numbers. I ain't really liking it. So make sure you subscribe. I mean, ain't paying for the video for you lot. <laughs> to not watch it. I actually watch it. I think I, I quite like the videos. You get to see people's reactions. Exactly. So make sure you subscribe funny. on my YouTube channel. Like, comment. Even if you think it's trash, I actually don't care. Give me constructive feedback. Or you could just cuss me. It's quite a I'm about to make a burner account. <laughs> um, the podcast is also available on Spotify. So make sure you follow on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and you can follow on SoundCloud. 
I'm also on social media underscore nomics on Twitter. Use the hashtag Desunomics because bear if you listen now if you hashtag it, which makes me kind of sick. I don't want to see only my name on hashtag. So even if you think it's trash or you don't just listen to it, just let me feel nice. You get me? Also on Insta at Desunomics Pod for all the pod info, all the pod um, updates. And I'm going to start posting news. So if you just want to. So you're get posting nudes? News. Oh, okay. News, I'm news. About to no, say, man. Nah, <laughs> man really wants these views. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Hey, 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 big man. Hey, yo, hey is this camera on me? No, um, so yeah, so I'm going to start from Monday. I'm going to start posting news stories yeah. every day on Insta stories. Dope. I might do a couple Insta lives. I've never done that in my life. Actually, that's cap. Maybe I will do one day. And if you just want to like my drip at this number on Instagram, please get me. Until next time, peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.